This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dave Harrigan, before I get to Charlie Weaver, what are you chuckling about? You, you are chuckling about something. What is going on? What are you up to? I honestly, I don't know what I was chuckling about. I'm trying to remember okay. what, I, what I said to Rusty. Like it's gone, mm. Chad. I don't think it was that funny. <laughs> uh, I'm worried about this uh, this interview with Charlie Weaver because we've had Charlie on many, many times. Okay, and I reached out to Dave Harrigan last night, sometime in the late afternoon, evening, and said, you know, in light of the Walls budget, let's get somebody else on. Let's get somebody else on as Republican businessman who has spoken out and also has been bipartisan on issues. He worked as the state public safety commissioner under Jesse Ventura. So we reach out to you, Charlie Weaver. Charlie Weaver is on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline. And then the news comes out this uh, morning that you'll retire this summer as the chief executive of the Minnesota Business Partnership after 20 years in charge. Did the thought of coming on this show again cause you to quit your job? Yes. Yeah, I just, you know, I knew somehow I was going to screw up this interview with you. And as a result, we'd probably get fired anyway. Yeah. So might as well try to head it off. I'm guessing the Minnesota Business Partnership has never heard of me, has never heard of this show. You you would have been totally fine. So I want to get to the budget and all this, but I mean, as the, the Star Tribune story points out, the business partnership members uh, include all 16 of Minnesota's Fortune 500 companies, and they gave you this great responsibility, right? And and yeah. I know you enjoyed it. Why have you decided this is the time to walk away? Well, you're right. It is uh, it is a great responsibility, but I tell you what, Chad, these that's been the great joy of my life for 20 years, and you're doing something you love. So you know when you're doing yeah. something you love, it is hard to walk away because these men and women are not only some of the best business leaders in the world. When you think of some of these companies like Cargill or Best Buy or General Mills or 3M or Medtronic or Mayo Clinic, they are remarkable leaders. But you know what? They're also just terrific people who care a lot about this state. So it's been such a pleasure to work with them. And then working with my friends at the Capitol, both sides of the aisle, and this team, the team we've got here at our little seven-member office of the partnership is just the best in terms of professionals, too. So 
it is hard to walk away, but, uh, you know, after 20 years, you get a feeling it's time. It's a good time to let someone else take the reins, and we're in good shape as an organization. So time felt right. It's time to do a little little more fishing, a little more hunting, play my bad game of golf, et cetera. So <clears throat> your plan now is more fun and freedom versus finding another gig. Well, I don't want to quit working for sure. But, yeah, I think because uh, I love to work and I don't see myself sitting around the house or even doing the things I just mentioned full time. So I do. I do. I mean, you're, six, you're 65, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, so that's. I love. Yeah. That's an interesting age where people that, wrestle with what they they want to do. It is. And I've got I've got this genetic defect, though. My dad was in the legislature. My uncle was in the legislature. I've kind of got this genetic defect of public service, which is I love. So I'd love to continue to do something in public service. I don't want to run for office, but working on policy issues that matter with people I really like. Um, I've had opportunities, you know, board service is a possibility, working with some nonprofits, maybe some consulting. I mean, but initially, I think the best advice I've got from friends of mine who've, who've retired is just take a moment to take a, take a breath, right? You just don't know what opportunities are going to come your way. So enjoy the time, but I'm definitely not leaving work. I'm continuing. I want to continue to do some stuff and, and mix in a little fun along the way. Okay. Let's jump into the governor's budget. Again, it's the governor's proposal. They will now debate it uh, in the legislature, but again, the Democrats control the house and Senate. It is a 65.2 billion dollar budget. That is more than double of Governor Pawlenty's final budget when you were chief of staff. It is a 26% increase from the current budget. This is not fiscally normally where you reside. But when people who defend the governor say, Listen, there's a reason why people want to live here. There's a reason why education is great. There's a reason why we rank so high in health care. We have this enormous budget surplus. Let's put it back in the government and make us even better. Charlie Weaver says what? Well, I think it's important to note that of that seventeen. $6.6 billion surplus, some of it is, a lot of it, two-thirds of it is one-time money. And I think there are some really smart ways to spend that. And I don't disagree with some of the things the governor's talking about, putting that one-time money into, like a, a fund where we can match federal dollars to help bring companies to Minnesota, to make Minnesota a more attractive place for companies to go to. I think there's some things like early education scholarships for for kids and their parents who can't afford decent uh, educational opportunities um, for their young children. I think there are those are good examples. Investments at the University of Minnesota, you know, that are one-time investments around med tech devices or research there. The concern, I think, comes with the permanent spending. You're talking about, I think, Chad, that that does get us into, get us committed for years out. And a 22%, 26% increase is, uh, it's unprecedented and it's breathtaking. And I think you know, we, we've, 
we are close with the governor. We're talking with them a lot about their proposals. Some of it, like I said, is, is worthwhile, but I think it's fair to say on a, a significant, you know, multi-billion dollar investment in K-12, you know what? We, we aren't getting what we're paying for right now, and we need to connect. If we're going to spend that kind of money, invest that kind of money in K-12, we should have some reforms. We should have some measurements. We should have some accountability because right now our kids are reading at a lower rate than Mississippi kids. That's that's embarrassing for Minnesota. So, you know, and to, to raise taxes when you've got this kind of um, money, the argument is good that you mentioned about, yeah, we, we have invested in our schools. We have invested in our infrastructure. This is a nice state, but this is also a super competitive business environment. And if we're going to attract talent to this state to support these great uh, homegrown companies we've got here, we can't be uncompetitive. And that's that's where the partnership uh, expresses concerns. If we do things, raise taxes, for example, make us more of an outlier when compared to other states who are every single day calling our our CEO saying, hey, come on to Tennessee, come on to Alabama, come on to Texas. We'll build your facility. Tax rates lower. We've got a great workforce here. We can't be uncompetitive. That's kind of our major message as we work with the governor on these, on these issues. Charlie Weaver is with us. He's going to step down as chief executive of Minnesota's business partnership. He's been a part of politics for a long time also. Chief of staff under Governor Pawlenty. Uh, state's public safety commissioner under Jesse Ventura. So the governor's team estimates that they have tax cuts in his plan that total $8 billion. Others talk about, including the Minnesota Chamber of Commerce, say that it includes $1 billion in new payroll taxes, including a metro sales area tax increase. Are you buying those two numbers? Do they seem... They seem counterintuitive, but are they also accurate? Yeah. Yeah, they are. The, the payroll tax is over a billion dollars, and that's going to pay for this paid family leave proposal that the governors and legislators have teed up. And they're going to pass something, Chad, in this area. We've got some real heartburn around that, uh, but we're working with the governor and legislators to make sure that it works. It isn't just some new uh, benefit that we're forcing on employers that actually ends up hurting the employees because they end up with less benefits than they currently have at their at their jobs. But we're working with leaders on that. But that is the right number for the payroll tax increase. And then the metro sales tax, same thing. Um, the capital gains and motor vehicle registration tab fee increase is real. So, yeah, all those tax increases that you mentioned and others are in the bill. And that's where we worry about, are we competitive as a state? Can we be competitive and, and bring talent we need to, to come to Minnesota and make sure our great companies stay here? So he's still trying to give out what he's calling, to, you know, and he's patting himself on the back on at the Wall's chest. <laughs> now, his way now is those whose adjusted gross income is less than 75000 should receive 1000 through an advanced income tax credit. And the couples earning less than one hundred fifty thousand should get two thousand. Philosophically, where do you stand in that? And what about the numbers that the administration has picked up? Boy, it's hard to be against it, 
Chad. When you've got a $17 billion surplus, it's hard to be against giving money back uh, to citizens of the state. So, uh, and and our our members wouldn't have a problem with that either. Where it is, where's the cut point in terms of who gets it and who doesn't, you know, we can argue about that. I think those numbers aren't out of line in terms of where the governor has decided that money should go. This this has been a strong economy for a while, but there are people in need as well. So I wouldn't argue with, with how he structured it or the fact that he's giving some money back. I think Republicans would say, give more back. Don't spend as much. Give more back. And I think that is a legitimate argument for that, too, in whatever way you decide to deliver it. Charlie, uh, I always appreciate you coming on. Uh, even though you're stepping away, we're not going to stop reaching out to you. So uh, expect a phone call or two that. occasionally. Yeah. You and, call me uh, anytime. You got it. Thanks for coming on. All right, my friend. Take care, Chad. Charlie Weaver, uh, stepping away as chief executive officer of uh, Minnesota Business Partnership. And uh, he uh, was chief of staff under Tim Pawlenty. He was a huge part of that administration and also was uh, public safety commissioner under Jesse Ventura. We spent a fair amount of time yesterday talking about the budget. We talked with Charlie Weaver today. I'm sure we'll have Hauser on soon and it'll come up because all sorts of opinions for me, it, the budget is way too high. And it, and it didn't just happen this time. It continues to go up and I don't want to abandon schools or health, but we have to rein things in. And uh, this is just too high for me. And I'd rather see, as opposed to the checks, I'd rather see significant tax changes going forward. And I get, I get that a lot of this is COVID money. I still believe we're, we're, we're too highly taxed. Now, if we want to go after the uber wealthy, like way up there, Adam Carter money, fine. But adjusting taxes for most individuals like 300,000 and down and and making uh, tax benefits so uh, individuals are getting more of that money directly to them as opposed to one time situation i think personally that's the way the way better way to go why are you people doing this again that is just my comment and i'll explain why cuz i'm uh, i guess i'm not baffled i'm just i'm chagrined by why we are participating in this nonsense once again, and I blame mainly Jason DeRussia. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 